more of the monocles right after this. Emmy salsa ahi? Ahi. Ahi. Uh-huh. 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 Wow. Oh. Awesome hot chip. <laughs> Get it at 443-742-2134. Now, back to the monocles on soflowradio.net.com. now for something a little different. The Monocle started out as a written blog, created to chronicle and give purpose to a sudden abundance of time. With a laptop and a curious mind, a new task was assigned. It was a personal one, to find fulfillment, to be happy every day. The Monocles allows for an expansion of knowledge and healing through stories and laughter. In the Monocles, there's joy in examining and discovering. The Monocles will share the stories about the many people, places, and comminglings that have appeared along this path through a blog and an intention. Alchemy is real. Words, written or spoken, have power and heal. Smile! This is Miami. The opinions and views expressed on the Monocles are not necessarily those of the host, the SoFlow Radio Network, or its sponsors. In this medium, we can do what we want.
Hello, everyone, and welcome to this quarantine edition of The Monocles. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so grateful that we have the time to spend together. And boy, do we have time. This um, day, week, X, too many have gone by. I've stopped counting of our world pandemic. I'm sure that many of your worlds have created and become their own pandemic. This time has given us a time, the time to force to reflect. Some of us are all by ourselves. Some of us are lucky enough to have family around. And sometimes those families are exactly the triggers that mark the spots where we can probably pay a little bit more attention to in our lives. It's not easy to be with family. It's not easy to be by yourself. Those words that you feed, the programming that might still be inherently in your head going on and on and on. You're too good. You're not good enough. You didn't do enough. Whatever it may be, whatever your trauma drama is, um, I relate. I understand. I recently was working with a private client. Um, well, like most yoga teachers, everybody is now sh shifted to virtual. I've been working small amounts of time virtually. A lot of times when my privates um, travel and we still want to stay connected, we've um, done either FaceTime or a phone call. It, it, it works. So, But now that everybody has gone virtually, I wanted to point out a couple of things, some tools that I am going to make available and that are available on other episodes of the Monocles, anywhere from breathing, meditation music, um, some breathing exercises, some guided meditation, some guided yoga classes to do in the pool or not adapted to at your desk. The point is to keep moving. The point is to open up our hearts. We work on ourselves to open up our hearts and share the love. The love is the point of all of this, connecting with that light and that lightness that is available to us if we choose. Don't go down that ugly, dark road. I know, I know what it's like. So getting back, I was um, talking with a client and easily explained if there has ever been a time in our lifetime, in our day, in our life when we have said, oh, fuck, with all meaning and sentiment, now is that time. We are in that oh, fuck time zone. We are in that time where nobody knows what to do because it's never happened before. And so in so much uncertainty and job losses and all sorts of financial crisis and business closings and new ways of doing things, not hanging out, not being at the mall, not being surrounded, not being at the beach, at parks, so much is being restricted. It's a time to adapt our yoga practice and become flexible. Flexible mind, flexible in our breath, flexible in our emotions. If you're feeling sad, feel that sadness. Acknowledge it. Don't try to 
suppress it, acknowledge it, but then don't stay there. Use this time to find something as a silver lining for yourself, for your life, for your career, reinvent yourself, try something new. Um, I certainly have. I know what this sensation is like. I understand several years ago, not many people know this, but several years ago, I suffered a tragic fire where I was living and lost everything that I owned. My All my worldly goods fit in one room. Thank you, minimalism. And then to lose it all and to have to start fresh and the trauma and the guilt and the not knowing. And all of those things are very similar if in now happening to this oh fuck moment. Take care of yourself. Do what you need to do. Seek and find and explore within yourself. Find your love. Find your light. Reach out to others, others to guide you through movement, through movement of the brain, meditation, yoga, whatever it is, take it on. Um, even if it's just getting up off the couch three times before you sit back down, some sign of movement that's going to show that there is hope and that there is progression and there is a development that takes us forward, that moves us forward, even into the unknown, put on your best explorer hat, put on a good attitude, keep your spirits light, try to find the blessing in all of this madness. Hello everyone and welcome to the Monocles. It's that crazy time that oh fuck moment, like the world <laughs> coming to an end. If there was ever a time to batten down the hatches and really get in touch with who we are or what we're about, or we're just forced mm -hmm. to face ourselves because it's just mm -hmm. us and the couple of walls that are roof over our head if you're all by yourself. And maybe it's time that you're exploring new things. Maybe it's time to open up to what what this all means. I've never been, I've never been someone who shied away from trying things. And I certainly jumped at a chance recently when the Monocle's friend and very talented and inspiring yogi, Marsha Danzing, offered to practice on her readings. And of course, I jumped onto it. And I have to tell you, Marsha's with me now on the line. And I have to tell you, Marsha, I was pretty, pretty, pretty surprised. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> and it's quite a simple process. And I'd like to get get into the whole reading but before that tell yeah. me what like how would you classify your reading what would you call it how would you classify it mm -hmm. well I call I call it deep into your soul because a lot of things that we think are what we want the answer to are just the first layer and sometimes even a symptom 
even sometimes our desires can be a symptom of something deeper that is wanting to be explored um, from the soul level. And so I feel like it's a cross between a psychic reading and an intuitive reading. Um, there's a lot of spiritual meaning to it. Uh, and I, for me, I find that I, I enter this holy space and I feel very privileged to be sitting in with somebody who's allowing me to check in with their spiritual journey, you know? So it feels very reverent. Um, yeah, so it's, it's just, I feel like I'm listening to what the person's spirit is telling me. And sometimes the person's spirit is telling me in such an obvious way to me in an unconscious way to them. So I become just a mirror back to what they're telling me anyway, if that makes sense. <laughs> sure, you're yeah, like a little bit of the translator for ourselves. It's yeah, so I like that. To see yeah. ourse- Sometimes it's so difficult. The most difficult part is to see ourselves. I, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Um, that in, interior look, we're sometimes so afraid. Yeah, afraid or, you know, yeah, for all sorts of reasons. we um, Or not knowing. We think, yeah, just we not think, knowing. I used to think I was really deep until I realized how shallow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's just an awareness that just comes and comes and comes. And the technique that you do, um, let's talk a little bit how this gift came about, how you developed it or how you realized it. But also the technique because it was um, really gentle, easy, don't even worry about it, which mm-hmm. I think is, is a great, um, um, you weren't digging at all, even before, after the session, there was no mm-hmm. dig that I felt. So yeah. more of a just gentle technique, but tell mm-hmm. me how you develop, how did you find this? How did this well, you know, I think, I think a lot of it has to do with being so sick as a child. I mean, really, you know, at death's door. And I think for a lot of people who have those experiences at a very young age, we really get a glimpse into the other world. And um, so I feel like I've always been uh, in between the two, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's been hard. It's been hard for me to land here. Um, I have to work really hard to be in my body and to be present and to do mundane everyday things because I want to go and be spiritual, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that happened early on. And I do know that there were a couple of Irish relatives over the years have said, Oh, you've got the site. And apparently it's a thing in one (laughs) chapter of our family that there's a bunch of us that have what they, I guess they call the site. And I didn't even know. Um, including my grandmother who used to dabble and I didn't, it just never occurred to me that that was just part of our lives. I feel like, you know, that she, she would have these insights and my mother did too. My, my older sister, my younger sister. Yeah. It just seems like, um, cousins, uh, just this knowing and I can't explain it. Um, and was it openly discussed? Cause I, I, I know of and can say, oh, 
oh, your cousin, your cousin used to talk about stuff like that. Really? How come no one talks about, well, we don't talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I think it was just the fabric of our lives. I don't think it was anything special or unique. Um, Culturally, the Irish are very, don't get too big for your, for your britches. You're nobody special, you know? So that was, (laughs) I think that's just part of the fabric of everyday life. So it wasn't really discussed in that way. I think it was later in my life that I learned that this was actually a thing, you know, um, and it was confirmed by Irish relatives over the years. So, um, cool. My Irish soul reading. It's funny in my notes for this, I have, um, what's your soul saying? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And the technique was quite, quite easy so mm-hmm. um we we spoke over the phone this has all been mm-hmm. distance we had mm-hmm. a very simple introductory chat correct mm-hmm. yep um and then um we hung up and i laid down i assumed the position of my savasana that that relaxed uh-huh. mode um i chose um a, a space that is very cozy, but that I've never meditated in before either. Mm. And uh, yeah, I wanted everything. Yeah. (laughs) Neat. You really went for the new. (laughs) Really went for the new. Absolutely. Um, And it was similar to a Reiki Hmm. session for me in Hmm. what I felt physically Mm -hmm. in my body but I knew that no one was touching me or there was no there. Um, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was then 20 minutes later, I think it was, <laughs> you called me back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I took notes. You gave me notes and, and mm-hmm. in topics that were, wow, this is really what my soul is saying. Okay. Let me pay mm. attention. Mm. And I found that to be so interesting because it was on an energetic, spiritual level. And what mm. I felt in this, during the session was more like a haze or a mist that penetrated mm-hmm. certain levels of my physical body, but then extended outward. Yeah, yeah. It yep. was all in a certain section of my body that you then kind of highlighted a little bit. Mm-hmm. And this was a mm-hmm. few days ago, and I've had some time to um, digest and look back and look up some things. <laughs> mm. Cool. <laughs> and I was quite impressed because it was it it really resonated. A lot of things resonated with me, and I know that I tried right then and there to validate these things for you because I understand sometimes when the message comes in you're not really um you don't filter it but you're not really sure how it makes sense to you but it makes sense to the other person and yeah I like I like to that I like to validate but um thank you yeah maybe maybe you can explain a little bit how it happens on your end? Well, uh, there's lots of different layers. So um, 
sometimes when the person just says, I like a session, I've already started the session. And it could be that we're not meeting for weeks. Um, but something is, I can feel, I can feel that person's presence and I'm aware of them. And I might be, you know, doing a yoga practice and they'll come up and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's going to be part of that session. Um, and then sometimes it's very much a person says, I'd like a session and I know nothing until the moment we start. Um, but the, what I do on my end is I open sacred space. So I call in the four directions you know, north, south, east, west, and all the spirit animals associated with those. And for the most part, what I do is I imagine the person is lying in front of me like a Reiki session, and I put my hands underneath their occipital ridge energetically. Um, and then I might do an energy scan over their body, um, or I might be drawn to uh a part of the body for whatever reason. I might not go there, but I might be drawn to that part of the body. And then I just start listening to maybe a deeper story that is going on. Um, and I always say, and I've been saying this forever, I feel like if it's a really weird thought or a really weird idea, then I know 100% that I'm not making it up, you know? that it's just so randomly not for me, it's for that person. Um, and so I, I take notes um, and then that's, that's more of a reading session. Sometimes what I've done with some people is uh, work on the chakra system. I'll do an illumination, which is a shamanic um, practice and we work on different energy centers in the body. Um, and then I'll use a rattle. Um, and, and I have had over the years, I've had people call me back after the session and say, literally, you know, that was like a chiropractic adjustment. I don't know what you did, but my whole body literally physically shifted. Um, but to me, it always feels like the, the holy work is that I'm not doing it. I'm being given permission to let that person find it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so that even the, if they're... Right. So they're, even if they're having a physical manifestation, um, it's always been there anyway, you know, and it just kind of comes to the surface. Like I know I for a couple of years ago, I did, uh, I would do these evening sessions, maybe 30 minutes. And I, I don't know, I do like 10 or 15 sessions a night. And um, people say, aren't you exhausted? And I go, no, I feel it feeds me, you know, but one night this lady came in and she was very skeptical and um, she couldn't, wouldn't stop talking. And then she, she got quiet and uh, we focused on something in her belly. And um, she had been really skeptical, but that night she ended up going to the bathroom and losing five pounds. <laughs> so she told all her girlfriends, you have to go to her. I lost five pounds <laughs> in one night. Stop. <laughs> you know. Stop. Rewind. I want to do over. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes that five pounds, I mean, I work with people, you know, and they're sick all weekend, you know, and I, I'm not saying to, you know, prepare for sickness, but if there's something that we've been, has been stagnant, it might make you sick, you know, right. just like a cleansing, you right. know, you need uh, to cleansing. Yeah. 
you, so. you need to purge it. You need to purge it. Right, right. So we've had, I've had people over the years that were ill for the entire weekend or you, you call me yelling like, what did you do to me? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I would say, you know, <laughs> wait, wait a few more days and then see what's going on. And then they go, oh, okay, thank you. Thank you. Um, then they would see because it was, it just needed to be released. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, listen, I totally get it. I know you through <laughs> the, the yoga world, the yogi, um, you're um, an inspiration, brave, and someone who I admire and also feel <laughs> integrity. And so I felt very at ease to um, go through this um, experiment for me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and very, very grateful that you offered because I, I love to try new things. But you were mm-hmm. so on point with so many things that it, it's now all coming together. And I just. Oh, good. Yeah, I was just um, recently. I, I understand your gift um, and understand it as a gift based on your own physical story. And I was just recently listening to Dolores Cannon, who. Mm. was explaining how there's souls that are just lined up, lined up to be um, born in with some limitations mm-hmm. as the quickest, mm-hmm. most amazing way to eliminate years and years and years of karma in lifetimes mm-hmm. and lifetimes. Mm-hmm. So, um, I understand it's funny how it all kind of like starts to click and it all starts to go, oh, that's why that line made sense. And, uh, that you, and now that you add the Irish, I'm like, oh, of course, you're <laughs> a fairy in the garden. Yeah, yep, 100% fairy. I was just thinking about that again today, that it's like... <laughs> I am like 99.99% fairy. I'm glad I have like a little ounce of practicality or I would really, yeah, my house would be I think it's so, sure. (laughs) I feel it's so amazing that people would, you know, have these gifts, identify with them. And it all kind of clicked in my head. This, then the picture came like, oh, how, how, that's how amazing. And then some of the, the reading part for like, we can get into a little bit of my reading was, um, I like the quotes that you gave, like you were mm. like, you broke it. It wasn't a lot of woohoo mumble jumble. It was just like, like sound bites, like cool sound bites huh. or like, you know, like the one song I like, that's the song that I get, <laughs> huh. Huh. you know? Or just like, okay, I understand the mood or the feel about that song or maybe even a memory of yeah. that song. So that's kind of fun how you were able to break it up for me in, in simple, simple steps, simple chewable yeah. bites. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> you know, if for, according to the Irish tradition that poetry is the highest form of spiritual practices. Spiritual practice is the highest form of like higher than kings, 
like to be a poet is the highest mm -hmm. and the poet poets don't use a lot of words to get across a message you know so if you're thinking in terms of going right into spirit spirit is not going to probably be very wordy you know <laughs> to get the point across especially let think of it like if you're driving on the highway you don't want and you get this feeling you like turn off now you're not going to be like um if you feel like it you might want to turn off at this exit you right know, you're going to be like turn off here because there's about to be an accident right you know? right and you just go <laughs> so and there was sensory it was just wasn't just messages but there were like images that were kind of sensory heavy and yeah yeah other memories or mm. um and I, it, you know staying open to it i don't think there was anything that was absolutely like spot on right from the moment but as i let it sink and let it go yeah yeah it could be this it could have been mm -hmm. that what was it about <laughs> that and then yeah bringing it a little bit further to like, what was it about that memory of that moment that I should pay attention to? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I, I know that um, I've done a lot of different trainings too and different modalities. And I do know that I have a, a real skill with reading a body, um, not anatomically, but spiritually. You know, I just pick stuff up and um, uh, how would I say it with permission, like this kind of a session, it's a great opportunity for me to be able to share that. Um, I do know that um, well, I'll give you an example. There's I work out at this really great. Um, it's not a gym, but it's a, it's a program that's got like ballet and bar and all this other stuff. And I really like it because I did dance as a kid. And um, I've been going there for four years. And there's a woman there who, uh, when she sees me, she walks away. It's like she's afraid or something. I can't, it's really fascinating to me. And I feel like it's she's picked up that I can pick stuff up. But I'm choosing not to because I don't have permission to, if that makes sense. Sure. You know? But she, can, I feel like she can feel that, and she doesn't want to be around me. And I've, I've been in a group talking to people, and she'll be in the group, and she'll leave the group, you know? Yeah. Like, That's fascinating. I, it is fascinating. fascinating. I get it. Not, not everyone <laughs> answers to the, to the offer. So here's someone who obviously is feeling something, doesn't know what. Yes. Maybe she's yes. really not aware um, or open spiritually. There could be a lot of issues going on there. Um, yep. There's that people, a lot of people are still asleep. Um, yeah. But I, I guess the point is that she still notices that there's something. Do you know what I oh, mean? So she's, she's tapped into something, but it's... um. I, I mean, I don't say it's cute, but it's kind of, it cracks me up because it's, and it's happened, you know, I just give that as an example because it happens pretty much every day, you know, <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, well, it's too, just very fascinating. sorry for her because she's missing out on a great <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. How have you branched out with this? Are you um, still in the, what phase are you at? 
Well, I, I put up a website and I really want to do this. I feel like it's the next part of my life path. Sure. And uh, I was, um, I was at a retreat with my sister in February and it, cr- it cracked me up because we went to Sedona and, and we went on a spiritual retreat, you know, and so we got there and I went because it was her birthday and I thought it'd be really fun to go to Sedona, you know, and the, the fertility, every practitioner is like, what, why are you here? Why are you here? And I just kept saying, yeah, I want to celebrate my sister's birthday. Like, I didn't have any deep answer at all. You know? And then the last day I had one, this session um, with this particular kind of breath work. And I literally had, like, I, I felt like the whole place was la- laughing at me in a good way. They were like, why? Not say they, whatever, spirit guides, whatever. Like, why do you think we brought you here? We brought you here to remind you we want you to do this again. Mm-hmm. You know, and they gave me like visual tools. They told me exactly what to do. And I came back and I said, I'm just going to start doing it because it was so clear. Mm-hmm. You know, and I could tell because it, when I get the, they're almost like giggles, you know, like <laughs> you didn't come here to celebrate your sister's birthday. <laughs> do that. Right. You know? right. You right. Just thought you did. <laughs> How lovely, how lovely. I'm finding as well now in this crazy time, that pandemic time, that one, it's about um, finding the shift, like yes. moving with the flow because yeah. things aren't yes. the same. They'll never be the same. So you got to yeah. move. Yeah. Um, as a yoga teacher, I was like, well, you know, I never really wanted to be Jacqueline and I'm really showing my age, but I used to watch hours and hours and hours of, of this and I didn't wow. see that. Huh. And also it's about it, when you're going to adjust, you're going to be able to survive and things have been coming easily. And those are the routes that I've been flowing with. Yes. Yes. And it feels mm-hmm. like it's just that drag between manifesting a desire, putting it out there and it mm-hmm. actually happening, um, mm-hmm. just, just got condensed. <laughs> That's a beautiful way of, yeah. So again, sound bites. <laughs> yeah. Sound bites. I love it. I'm Spirit so bites. Grateful. I'm so grateful for having um, one met you and taken you up on this and the messages that you shared were just fantastic. Oh, I did do a little bit of homework and, um, acid is something that dissolves, um, metals. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it easily dissolves them. Yes. Um, and Good. so I've, taken the time when I remember every now and then to physically do a little shower with this Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and dissolving like you know get rid of it kind of like a weed (laughs) kind of like a a a weed eater thing like yes that it's the parts that need the affecting everything else stays the same that's right yep Um, so that's, that's, that's quite fun. And absolutely the song I've been jamming to the memories of that song on some level. And Aww. 
what else did I do? Let me go back through my notes. Um, I'm reminded to, I'm going to put this on my bathroom mirror mm. of that affirmation that you shared. Yes. I'm like, wow, that's, that's super powerful and definitely keeping on the light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like everything was very uplifting and keeping on the light. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I asked, I, I want to know what my soul was saying and it was saying some pretty good things. And Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. I, I want to thank you for being that <laughs> interpreter and sharing that. Could you just share how people can reach out to you if someone else wants a reading? Sure. So um, it's it's called Deep Into Your Soul, D-E-E-P, Into Your Y-O-U-R, soul.com. And um, I, I, there's, there's, two, there's two series that I do. One is the reading, and then the other is the illumination series, which is more of a shamanic journey. So that goes a little deeper, and there can be more physical sensations that people feel because I'm focusing a little differently on the energy body. Well, that sounds amazing as well. It's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, Mark. Thank you so much for sharing all of your Mm. gifts. Thank you for having me. I just, I was so grateful to be able to offer you that session last week because it's just so fun to hang out with you. Let's face it. (laughs) Likewise. That's true. Likewise. I recorded a guided meditation for you guys. It's simple. It's short. And it's just meant to bring a little moment of peace in our, into our lives. I hope you enjoy it. I also wanted to recommend my ebook that's available on Amazon for Kindle. It's called Reset the Breath. It's a technique that I developed based on my studies for yoga for trauma, but I developed this technique when I was overcoming, surviving, dealing with very high anxiety and um, major life changes. I recommend that you check it out. It's less than a cup of coffee. It's a quick, easy read and a very simple but yet effective breathing technique. Check out Reset the Breath on Amazon.com. Namaste. Begin your meditation by choosing a position. You could sit down on the floor, on a chair, on a couch, or lay down on your bed, on a mat, on the floor. Wherever you find a comfortable position that your back can be straight and your hands can rest, either on your lap or on your sides. Make sure that your body is balanced and you're not straining. Loosen any tight closing and close your eyes. Gradually notice the stillness of your body. Relax your stomach, your chest, shoulders, 
Begin to focus on your breath. Breathe in deeply through the nose. As you breathe, allow the air to gently flow through. Notice a sense of calm as you breathe out. Release tension and stress as you gradually find a comfortable rhythm for your breathing. As you breathe in and out, notice any thoughts or feelings that you may have. Make a note of that thought or that feeling and what it is. Maybe you're worried. Maybe you're reliving a conversation that didn't go too well. If a negative thought grabs your attention, make a note of it and then return to your breath. It's natural for your mind to wander, but try not to be critical of yourself. Now picture yourself at the beach, lying on the warm sand. A refreshing breeze blows in and you feel relaxed. Imagine your thoughts and feelings are like the wind, blowing, or like the waves, rolling, and continue with your breathing, letting everything become like the wind and the waves. Continue to breathe. Remain calm and let your thoughts move and change. Breathe. Stay relaxed and let the thoughts and feelings gradually dissolve. We'll always experience some level of anxiety. It's impossible for it to completely disappear. But let's learn to welcome our thoughts and feelings and accept them and then feel how they float away. When you do find yourself in a moment of happiness during your day, grab hold of it, keeping the feeling in your awareness. Count to 15 seconds, allowing your brain to start establishing and strengthening new pathways. The more you use those pathways, 
the deeper the grooves become, happy thoughts will eventually fill those grooves. Bring your attention back to your breath. Continue to breathe. And when you're ready to come out of your meditation, slowly start to move your body, coming back in awareness of your surroundings. And then open your eyes, give yourself a stretch. Maybe you're one of the lucky few that have a swimming pool in your home with no HOA closing it for you. Your pool is there at your disposal to use at whatever time. Let me just say how jealous, absolutely, totally jelly-licious am I for your situation. Jonesing for a pool in this pandemic time, beaches are closed, parks, state parks are closed. I don't, haven't been invited, I do know people with a pool, I haven't been invited to anyone's social distancing, doesn't allow, I guess, for pool parties, not a great time for a pool party, but never fear. I would like to walk you through a couple of poses for you to try on land. And we do these also in the pool. So your very next time in the pool, think of me and do a couple of these stretches in the pool. You'll notice the difference in effort um, in the stretch. And of course, so much more fun in the water. If I found my imaginary pool now exists, right, in my head, but my imaginary pool now is a doorway. These beautiful arches, doorways, my niece used to crawl up them like a spider. Oh, so fun. This now becomes my pool wall, and I'm moving through the doorways with support on either side because, of course, I'm not in the pool. So maybe you don't have necessarily a comfortable arch where you can practice, then try to use a table, a desk. Kitchen counter is a little bit higher. It feels maybe a little bit more stable. Depends on your obvious height. I'm not so gifted in that place, so just about anywhere fits. Come to Tadasana, the base of all poses. Big toesies touch. Maybe your heel aligns with your second toe. If that's not comfortable, separate your feet till it's comfortable. About the distance of your hips is ideal. That's the same measurement if you made two fists with your hands and put them side by side and then drop them down to your feet and wedge those two hands in between your feet. That's the length of the distance between your hips. 
So we're not in the water. In the water, obviously, we would be feeling hydrostatic pressure. But nonetheless, I would ask you to ground down through your feet. Make your feet feel like you're wearing cement shoes, super, super, super heavy. Lengthening through your legs. So you want to activate the muscles in your legs. Don't bend your knee behind you, hyperextend it behind you. Engage it and engage your kneecap so it rises. It comes into your thigh. Hips are over the ankles, over the knees. Nice alignment. Keep pushing down. When you do this in the pool, believe it or not, you start to engage all the muscles and all of a sudden you just pull off of the surface of the pool floor. Feels kind of cool. Continue to lengthen your spine. Feel your shoulder blades come together. Squeeze them together. That brings your chest forward. Let's kind of bring your belly button back in towards your spine. Relax the shoulders. I know that's a huge thing to ask of anyone right now in the middle of a pandemic, but lengthen from your shoulder to your earlobe. Make that space long. Let your arms be by your sides. Imagine, I used to have a yoga teacher many, many years ago. Whoa, she was many centuries old. And she would say, stand as if your elbows are going to slide into your back pockets. Nice. This is Tadasana. In the pool, I would recommend you grab a noodle and push down into the water surface, in through the pool with the noodle while engaging the muscles in your arms. Now hold that. The noodle is going to want to float, so you're going to fight against that sensation, really activating the arms. Feels kind of silly that it would sound challenging, but try it. It is delicious. So once you gather your balance, shift your weight to your right leg. Your left knee comes up in front of you. Flex your foot. We can go through hip opening moves here quite simply, but let's just go a little bit more intense. We're talking about moving slow, breathing with intention, and moving with awareness. Ground down through your right leg, lengthen through that leg. And now take your left heel that's in the air and slide it back. You could use the sides of your doorway for balance. Press down through your standing leg, extend your other leg in the air. Flex your toes. We're gonna hold here. So press down into the ground, lengthen through all of that leg, let that hip float up, let your left hip dip, keep flexing your energy through your legs, through the back of your heel, send it out through there, toes are pointed down. Imagine there's a tray of drinks being delivered, there's no table, all of a sudden you're in this pose, you're dropping the tray right on your lower back, Hips should be square to the floor. No one wants to spill the drinks. 
holding here. Maybe you gather some courage, maybe. And remove your hands from the sides of the archway that you're using or any support that you're using. Bring them to your heart, bring them overhead, out to the sides like an airplane, Superman, whatever you want to do. Holding and breathing here, holding strong, every breath grounding down, lifting up, extending through your torso, extending through the left leg in the air. And with control, when you're ready to exhale, you're going to bring that left leg forward again. Knee is bent, and this time the foot stops right when it meets your right leg. And let your foot rest on your leg. Kick hand style at your ankle. Slide it up at your calf or to your thigh for tree pose. Try not to use your arms to help you come into the pose. Just move with whatever feels most natural. Again, set your pose, ground down, lengthen. Everything is long and tall. Like my aqua yoga teacher says, Camila Nier says, inner body bright. So we're lifting and lengthening through our torso. In the pool, the water's doing that naturally, engaging Uriana Banda naturally. On land, we have to try a little bit harder. Holding for a few breaths. Perhaps you play with your hand position, heart overhead to the sides, whatever floats your tree boat. Want to challenge yourself in tree? Close your eyes. And then when you've had enough, come back to your standing position. Try to do the other side. Try to move mindfully with awareness, engaging the muscles, envisioning your chakras, empowering your breath. And the hardest position of all. Try, if you really just try this. Lift the right side of your mouth and then the left side of your mouth, and smile. Namaste. is recorded live each week from the SoFlow Radio Studios in Hollywood, Florida. Written and produced by Monica Uribe. Directed by Christopher Hudspeth. With special thank you to George Rodriguez. All rights reserved.